Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Walking around America. This is take two. Because the one that I originally did didn't come out. Didn't record. And that has happened in the past. I didn't check it like I do most of the time. So I have to redo it again. I've put this on the website, TalkShoe. I wasn't doing Walking Around America. Um, for a while. Now, here's the deal. Passover 2016, I had recorded, you know, that, uh, that the Father had shown me uh, before Passover about the name of the Messiah, the true name. The name we should be using but at that time when I did that recording um, I had not got the book or bought the book come out of her my people yet so I didn't read that book about three weeks later I had the book and was reading the book and found out all about the satanic translations. I can tell you that before I realized the name, about the name, and before I got the book, that I was, I was, um, on a regular kind of schedule doing my studies and stuff like that. Uh, I had the regular, you know, trouble uh, testing that happens as believers, you know, the devil and the demons and stuff. Um, are allowed to test us here and there and um, and the thing is that I didn't realize I didn't and I believe that those testings for the last many years <laughs> have been kind of just for fun for them not not anything, um, you know, major. Well, I got the book and I, 
about three weeks later, I had uh, received it in the mail and was um, reading the book and found out all about the satanic translations. You see, when I found out that, my eyes were just opened and I was... The word is upset at myself, you know. Because, you know, all this time I, I thought that, you know, that, that I was, you know, completely on the right track, you know. But I wasn't. Well, after I read the book, I told everyone on Facebook, the, the deal, you know, wow, this is a major problem with all these English words that are actually calling on pagan deities. Um, a few of the people that I, uh, that I talked to on Facebook, brethren, a very few, <laughs> listened. Um, most <laughs> did not. My um, good sister in Messiah, Tiffany, bought the scriptures and the book about the English words and also saw the truth, which was wonderful because we could actually discuss things, you know. Rob, my brother in Messiah, saw it also, and he bought the scriptures, and I believe he bought Come Out of Her, My People book. Um, but... Most believers were not interested in what I had to say or, you know, which means that they completely, totally, absolutely ignored what I posted on Facebook and others, <laughs> some, very few, but some others became hostile to me. Yeah, they certainly did. And as I look back now, um, that was the beginning, the real beginning of trouble, testing time, something that I haven't been through in a very, very long time. Because you see, I was like the rest of the Christian world at that point and had been for years. I knew truth about certain doctrines and, and things like that. Uh, but the closest thing of this type of caliber of attack, spiritual attack that I had, um, had ever experienced was way back in the 90s when I first um, started to truly study scripture. And the things that, that I saw concerning, you know, Pentecostal and Catholic 
doctrines that were my family's doctrines, depending on which ones were part of which, you know, denomination. And, uh, and they get very upset at me. Oh, sure. They did. And the second, you know, time... So what happened during that time was, you know, spiritual attack. I mean, family, people that I knew um, were completely, you know, it was, it was like, wow, <laughs> big, big trouble spiritually. But, you know, the funny thing is that at that point, because I had just received um, truth around the 90s and the father and I was uh, had a very strong connection that I was spiritually immature, but I was spiritually strong at that point because I was new, you know, it had just connected back then. And so the thing is that as you grow spiritually and the years go by and, you know, you continue down the path, um, <laughs> and, and you continue down the path and, and you do the studies and you see truth, but there's, you know, you you have truth, but you also have this these pagan words, and so guess what? <laughs> You're just like, just like the rest of them, you know. And I can tell you that 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 um, was tough. For me, um, so when I finally found coming back to the present, I finally found and had my eyes open to the error of the words I was using. What I did was I took all my old studies off TalkShoe website. And started brand new spiritual teachings without using pagan words. And, and that, when I did that, when I took those pagan words studies off of Takshu, meaning people didn't have access to them no more, I blocked it all. That, um, that that's when, looking back now, that's when things started to go downhill, you know. <laughs> and it's funny, you know, I just wanted to do what the Father wanted me to do. But you see, with knowledge and understanding and spiritual growth, the next comes testing.
and I I really didn't didn't think about it, um, and and I didn't ask the father for protection from testing and sending any testing away and keeping me from any testing and and all that stuff at that time. But what I did uh, do was I wanted to start teaching truth without the pagan words. So in April, I started milk from the scriptures. I also started meat from the scriptures. I started flesh found in scriptures and hearing the scriptures. You know, I wanted to do a study. I wanted to go through the point of all these studies was the original idea was to actually go through the scriptures and have it recorded, whether it's through study or just reading the scripture itself to go through the whole, you know, thing, scripture 1998, of the new and correct way of speaking the words of Elohim without any pagan words connected to it. That was the point. That's why, you know, milk, I would go into the basics. And so that would cover some of um, of the scripture uh, books and meat that was you know for those that were um, spiritually mature and that would cover other you know books and uh, flesh found in scripture was going to be my Old Testament kind of thing starting of course with Israel you know of going through books in the Old Testament and hearing the scriptures was just um, just going to be reading and it is uh, you know going to be reading the scriptures uh, starting in Mark and uh, and that was why they started in it and it is interesting if you've ever done those studies with us on talk show um, and listen to them you will find that they are um, amazing amazingly different than the ones that use pagan words um, and that was you know about oh I'd say within a week after I read the book started I saw it all I understood it all I posted on Facebook and you know, that first few weeks or so, I was, you know, going ahead and going full steam, and I was thrilled, you know, and I was starting to add, um, the next month, May, I added the prophets back, uh, because I was actually doing, before I found the truth during Passover, um, and the Feast of Unleavened Bread, that uh, that I had actually been doing the prophet Ezekiel and uh, and I just started the prophet Ezekiel so what I did was I just redid all of Ezekiel without any other pagan words that was pretty easy to do it was only a couple of studies 
and I continued from there, and I can tell you that was way different. It, I don't know how to describe it except to say that it was an amazing transformation <laughs> that I had a few weeks before I found the truth about all these pagan words. I had been studying the same exact chapter, chapters, I think it was just chapter one, maybe, I believe. And and a few weeks later, when I redid it, when I started from chapter one again, this time using the scriptures 1998 translation instead of the corrupted King James, but it's just not just King James. They're all corrupted. All the English translations are corrupted. And they use pagan words. And I can tell you that it was amazingly different. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to describe except for I now realize, you know, and I realized back then that that when I was doing the um, prophets, for example, and I was using the pagan words, that the spirit there was there was it there was a a slight disconnect, a slight thing, something that I didn't really fully become aware of. I knew it was there because when I started to do it with the scriptures, the, it was way different. And I said, wow, man. Well, the slight variation, the slight difference, the, the thing that was going on while I was doing, you know, the prophets with the King James a few weeks prior to that, because I was using pagan words. When I use pagan words, the spirit, of course, is telling me they're pagan words, spirit to spirit, you know. Um, but I wasn't ready to hear that part. So there was something, but I could still get truth, you know. It wasn't that I had false doctrine of the prophet Ezekiel, necessarily. It was that I didn't have the complete picture because the spirit um, was being blocked by those pagan words trying to get my attention. And so, you know, that was, um, that was May. And, um, and I was in, in April to May, it was great. Um, then the darkness came. Yeah. The attacks, the testings. Um, I even stopped and I never do that. So I, I don't even know if I wrote it down, but I stopped keeping my journal somewhat. Yeah, I used to keep my journal. Every day I'd write in my journal, you know, 
bad good, this is what's going on, this is the deal, this is what's happening. And there was a while where I stopped, you know, um, that. And and the thing is that it just, you know, when that happened, unbeknownst to me, I was under a great spiritual attack. But I'm, you know, I was so strong spiritually that I didn't, I didn't recognize it, that I was being tested. And ultimately what happened, and I look back at my, um, at, uh, at my recordings, you know, once I started the prophets recording, you know, it went good for a couple weeks, I think. But then it stopped my studies. I didn't record anything from the end of May to July. Nothing. See, I can see the dates of my recordings. <laughs> there was a big six-week gap. I didn't do any any studies at all. And you see, it was the beginning and the starting of the spiritual testing. And, um, and so it was like the 90s. Everybody that I knew, almost, was turned against me. Everybody that was sort of, you know, people that I could talk to, brethren, in other words, they, they didn't want to talk to me at all. I had been put through some testing. And not only the brethren, but family and friends and people that I, you know, knew. Um, I found out for sure that people I was related to were not interested in helping me out. Yeah, that was tough. really was. Because once I found the truth about these pagan words back then, I wanted to go and tell everybody that I had spoken wrongly about the pagan words too. I wanted to go fix it. And and it just didn't work out. And I tell people, you know, it's funny. When the father wants me to do something, it he provides a way to actually do it. If he doesn't want me to do it, I'm not going to find a way. And And so part of that, you know, was that there was no way. <laughs> and uh, people I thought I could count on. Um, let me down. 
And, of course, what happened is my flesh took a little letdown from family and friends. Sure did. <laughs> it was one after another, after another, after another, after another. It was amazing. <laughs> That's, it was an interesting testing. And amazingly, I look back on it now and it's just, Amazingly, it stopped me cold. It stopped me cold for a few weeks. And, <laughs> you know, this has happened before. And I know it doesn't matter about people. It doesn't matter what they think or anything. And this is what I mean. I think that I had started to... connect more to the flesh than I had in a very long time. And the lesson that I was reminded of, one of my favorite verses, would be found in the prophet um, <laughs> Yahu, you know, Yahu, chapter 17. As I think back now, that's, you know, that's the lesson. And so I want to read it to you, the verse, you know. And, of course, it says, Blessed is the man who trusts in Yahuwah and whose trust is Yahuwah. <laughs> Blessed is the man who trusts in Yahuwah and whose trust is Yahuwah. See, he had opened my eyes to this amazing satanic deception. And what did I do? I went to people I knew that aren't brethren, they're just family, <laughs> and they're related to me, to see about doing the works of the kingdom and ask them to, you know, help me to do that in different ways, different people, different things. <laughs> and I... And I look back on it now and I just go, what were you thinking? So when that happened, obviously, I was in major trouble spiritually and didn't realize that, uh-oh, Satan was going to get a hold of me. So if you read here in Jeremy Yahoo 17 before verse 7, <clears throat> It'll tell you in verse 5, thus said Yahuwah, cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his arm in whose heart turns away from Yahuwah. And see, that's, that's, you know, what I did. <laughs> I was connected and focused on having flesh people I knew 
help me to do spiritual works, which, of course, is an insult in a turning away from the Father, as I think back. So, <clears throat> so the next part of all of this is um, uh, put trust in humans and they will let you down. The Father's telling you you're cursed. When you're going to do something spiritual, trust him. Him alone, he'll get you through, he'll do what he wants you to do, he'll set the way, he'll make a way, it'll work out for you. So that was, uh, you know, happening. And um, then in June, um, my oldest son arrived in Florida during this time. Yeah. And he stayed with me for a few weeks. Um, and I was trying to think back to remember, you know, again, I was thinking in the flesh. But I shouldn't have been linking in the flesh. I should have been connected to what the father wanted me to do spiritually because he had given me this knowledge. And, and I was thinking back and, <laughs> and it was, it wasn't until after my oldest son left that I started my studies again, a little bit later after he left that, you know, he, that I started my study studies again, because I hadn't done them for weeks, weeks, you know, it wasn't that I didn't try to do them. Because I remember sitting down and saying, okay, I'm going to do the study, but it never happened. You know, my spirit was under attack and I didn't realize it. So after he left, uh, I got back connected with the father a little bit better. And so my spiritual walk continued and, and I, you know, I did studies and stuff like that. I can see here on my recordings that I, I did studies. I, you know, I wanted to, um, to do studies and, and I was still, still, you know, <laughs> working towards fixing things you know, fixing these pagan doctrines that I had been teaching people using pagan words. And so the next step was, was um, I was preparing to return back home to New England for my birthday. So that was in July. I had started, you know, studying. Um, and... <laughs> and the thing is that I, I'd done my studies here and there, but my mind was focused on flesh things. And so returning to New England, I was going to go and talk to people and tell people things, you know, that I had known up there and going to go visit my grandson and, 
my grandchildren and stuff like that. And so, and so that was, you know, for me, that was, that was good. I wanted to, I wanted to be able to do that. And, and I, and I did do that. But the amazing part is that while I was up in New England, I didn't tell any of my brethren that I knew up there about the truth. No. I didn't tell any of my brethren about the truth. And I realized that as I left. And as you hear the storm here, <laughs> starting to blow in. I'm going to put this on pause for a second. So, you know, I had also had uh, three children with me for a week in Florida. And it was interesting to see how they had grown and matured since I saw them last. All flesh stuff. Yeah. My studies were coming along and here and there. They weren't that bad. And being posted to talk to through the summer. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, uh, over. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I hadn't got it yet. I hadn't got it yet. And so I was still concentrating on, on fle the flesh world doing flesh stuff. And as I think back on it now, basically. And, and so the next thing that, oh, that I wanted to do, which there was no real reason to do it, you see. Really, there wasn't. But what I did was I, I went to visit a sister, you know, a fellow brethren in uh, Tennessee in the fall. And, uh, and so as I look back now, I, I know that I, I, the flesh, I was still doing flesh things, thinking in the flesh, doing flesh stuff. It was, it was probably the least spiritual I have been in many, many years. And when I mean, when I say least spiritual, what I'm talking about is studying scripture, doing my studies. Um, because I did do them, but it was, it wasn't, when I did them, it was great, but, but, uh, but I wasn't all there spiritually. And so, you know, I said, Hey, let me go to 
Tennessee. And, uh, and I wanted to, to meet this sister that I'd known for a long time. And we went to visit local assemblies in Tennessee. And, um, and because I had gone to these um, local assemblies, um, there was a new study that was created because when I went to the to the um, to the new uh, to the local assemblies in Tennessee, <laughs> they were teaching, you know, false doctrine. And the new study is called Scripture Study. So, um, it was they were teaching one thing, and Scripture says another thing. So that's what I did was. I would, in my scripture study, I would say, well, you know, this is what I heard them teaching, but this is what scripture says, so scripture study. And um, and the reason why I was going to the local assemblies, because I didn't know anybody in this area. This was a brand new area for me, except for, you know, my, my friend. And... Um, and the reason why was because of her. And unbeknownst to me, I was there for about a week or so. I was about to be tested again. Yes. Yeah, I was about to be tested again. Or I should say, <laughs> in reality, uh, continue to be tested is is more accurate so <clears throat> i'm thinking back on the events that led up to my leaving tennessee i wasn't there long you know and uh, i arrived in tennessee the first week it was peaceful uh getting used to the area and getting to know my sister my fellow believer. And this was our first face-to-face -face meeting with, you know, getting to know each other. And, you know, when I was there, um, the thought occurred to me, it, it always happens to do, um, to, uh, <clears throat> to come into my thinking that she's a, a fellow um, brethren that studies with SC. And I have found that brethren who study with SC for any length of time are either from mildly paranoid to fully blown paranoid people. And that's what it causes to study with SC. Yeah, it does. And my uh, sister, I found, was was not any different. I, I, I knew when I talked to her through the internet that there was something but 
Not a, not a big deal, right? I didn't know. So I figured when I went there, I would be able to see for myself and experience her. And, and so as the time went on, the days went on, and I got to know her more and more, I was concerned for the way she thought about wanting to be alone and not having the world get access to her. And, and that's the way the SCR, yes, SC students are like that big time. And I know that because I used to be one of them. PM said something one time long ago, I remember, that brought me out of this type of thinking. See, I, I got connected with SC really deeply. And, and the thing is that, listen, um, there's, no, there's no place in scripture our Savior, our Master, our Teacher teaches us to be this way, to act this way, to think this way. The paranoia, the, oh, you know, we're going to watch out for everybody else, you know, in the world, including fellow brethren. Like they want to get you or something. Uh, you know, it's funny, he said... Uh, they will want to get you. <laughs> Just be prepared for it. <clears throat> Not worry about it. You know, that kind of thing. I was not overly concerned at that point. But because, you know, there was time to, to help her. You know, uh, I could see that she had this this fear thing, that paranoia that, that they have. And I could see it. But I thought that this was just the beginning of our time together and, and that I had a lot of time. Wasn't there? Wasn't there a lot of time to help her? To try to talk to her, to try to change her thinking process. There was another thing that I picked up from my friend, which um, I think bothered me subconsciously. I don't think I ever said anything consciously, but it bothered me subconsciously and I might have said what I usually tell people, which is, it's not me, it's the Father. You know, it, praise goes to Him, and everything that I do is for Him. And I probably said something like that to her, but there was a second 
cause for concern that as I was learning and discovering who she was and what she thought and, and how she was, that she had an almost devotion worship of me and my work for the kingdom. Yes. And And when I realized that, you know, that she would say things to that effect, I was not comfortable with that line of thinking. And so I think what I did was I spent the first week, first, you know, after she started, and I think she said that right away within the first day or so. I spent the first week like a regular person with her. I wasn't any, you know, different than regular people. And I wanted her to see that shopping, eating, talking, enjoying the animals that were there, um, having coffee in the morning, you know, that kind of thing. And, and that was subconsciously trying to let her see me for who I was, a regular human, not nothing out of the ordinary here. And you see, um, a change was about to happen. I thought for the better, <laughs> Because we were going to, you know, local assemblies and I was showing her things that you do as a brethren, you know, as you're led to do, whatever you're called to do. <coughs> but it, as it turns out, it wasn't for the better. It was for the worse. You know. Tiffany. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.